Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? It's Ben Scarborough, and I'm chilling here at Third Eye Collective in the secret room with Mike Cofield. Yes, sir. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Mike has a new book that he's got uh, out now. It's called Getting It Out the Mud, and he's brought a copy here with us to the studio. Uh, Mike, tell us a little bit about your book. Oh, man, I really uh, compiled a lot of stuff that uh, lifetime self-experiences that dealing with the music myself mm -hmm. from the time of uh, starting my own record label and just some of the some of the information that I have in this book is based upon things that I witnessed or some of the stuff that I went through. So Mike is a very, <clears throat> I would say, tenured. Yeah experience with the uh, music industry yes sir we're, we're talking about a, a, a vet this man has seen analog to digital he went through the technology window right yes sir and uh, a key component of his story in the book is that <clears throat> not much has changed no uh, the music business uh, in in his eyes has largely remained the same yes sir and that's just one of maybe the many arguments you make in yeah. in the book yes sir so when uh when music started to go digital, mm -hmm. uh, let's call it around the file sharing area era, right? Mm -hmm. Songs were leaking at rapid rates and the music industry was struggling to come up with uh, what to do next from a sales perspective. Like, how are we going to sell the music? Music is free now. So how do we monetize the music? Do you remember where you were and how, how that was affecting you if you were independent at the time? Like what you remember thinking in maybe the early 2000s? Was it like a what the fuck moment? Uh, blur. It was a blur for it was, me. Okay, it was a blur. Because it was a, that was the time when uh, 2001, I went to prison. Okay. So, so some of my activities that I was participating in and led me to federal prison. Anyway, at the time... Up until that present, you know, Lil John was not who Lil John is today. You feel me? So mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the inner city artists were on the verge of becoming to be bigger than, you know, normal. But I, I, I didn't touch that era because between going to prison and coming home, that era was already established. But my, my, focus is what hasn't changed is the uh wordage the verbiage is still the same okay contract lingo is still the same okay the kids are going through the same thing that the artists were going through same thing okay you know not reading contracts so basically uh <clears throat> you picking up something and not reading the instructions so this is going to be my instructions for the music industry, some information that you can at least start with that can take it, you know, you, you got to use this to take it wherever you got to take it to. But the digital age, I kind of missed out on it by going to, you know, being somewhere where I wasn't supposed to be. So that's a unique uh, point of view to kind of be away during the technology window, right? I've heard mm -hmm. several stories of people who were getting out in the, uh, or coming home in like the 2010s and by this time Facebook had become a Goliath and the way people around the world just kind of like their frame of mind changed about certain sociological um, mainstays, right? Music being caught up in that, right? Like we used to think of we need to go fucking go to the store and buy some shit and mm -hmm. now music is coming. It's invisible. It's 
it, it went from tangible fast. to intangible, right? Too fast. It, well, so we we have the unique position in history to say, okay, we lived through that, right? Unless mm-hmm. we see another storage revolution. I mean, I, I, I've read books in the 70s that profi- prophesized the ability to have a device and you just press what you want and instantly the the song comes out of nowhere, right? Wow. So um, that was something that seemed like it was science fiction, right? It would be mm-hmm. a device and you search for a song and you press the button and it just appears. And it's here. There's a lot of like Russian uh, science fiction books of dudes up in space stations and they're by themselves. And right. they're like, what do I want to listen to today? And it's the 70s. There's books written. And they just push a button and the shit pops up on the screen. Wow. So the idea that, you know... He didn't have to queue up a 33 or fucking slide a disc inside a computer. He said, computer, play, you know, uh, Rachmaninoff and some classical music started to play, right? right? right. So flash forward, (laughs) Spotify is just that, right? Yes, sir. It's it's like, what do we want to listen to? It's got every, the world's music library just available at the tap of a button. So like people come into the studio a lot. And if you look over there, I've got some records and some compact discs and I get a lot of people come in here and say that they haven't seen a CD in like a good five, six, seven years. Right. Um, they just don't have them in their homes anymore. People, uh, don't collect physical media, right? Like, as you can see, there's a lot of physical media in this room, but Mm -hmm. just the, nobody has a DVD carriage in their living room anymore. Right. They've got a flat screen TV, you know, they're lucky to have a sound bar. So it sounds decent, but you know, it's like, People have really kind of just, uh, for out of convenience, I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, ditched the old uh, way of collecting music yep. and stuff. But Got rid of it. the business of producing music is what you're saying has yeah. largely remained the same. Yeah, it's still unchanged. The same. Still the same. I mean, you get what you negotiate. You know, and I, 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 I started listening to that when Russell Simmons. You know, mm-hmm. Russell Simmons really break, broke through and had a chance to come back and speak to people of his color. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because it's a, music is a predominantly ownership white-wise. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, like I tell most of the kids, like, get up under somebody that you know and trust. You feel me? Then once they put you in a place with other people of power of other color, ethnic, you know, ethnic, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're going to figure it out from there because you're going to be in a, in a, in around enough talent and enough people with enough information for you to kind of thrive off of. So, you know, it's, it's very important to work together. You feel me? So, so <clears throat> producers, musicians, artists in general. Yes, sir. At some point you, I guess you make the decision that uh, you want to partner with, a label or a manager or something like that. So you can just focus on, you know, making the music, right? Mm. Fucking the strippers, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like doing yeah, the coke yeah, and yeah, all this yeah, shit. So yeah. it's like... Being, 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 being a uh, rock star. Yeah. So, you know, at some point it makes... Like, how much do you relinquish of your intellectual property in order to have that, like, taken care of, known that on the first shit is getting filed? Every time you make a song now, when you give it to your you know, manager, he's going to make sure it gets on Spotify and tagged the right way. And the beat is cleared Mm -hmm. and it's monetized and shit like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of trust that I guess at some point, I mean, I guess you could do that yourself. You could very well submit your own music to streaming platforms. Uh, now. Yeah. You need a team though. Yeah. Need a team. I remember when future was coming out and his team was so ferocious, like free bands. I mean, everybody was there, right? It was just like Mm. unbelievable how, how the mixtape circuit had evolved. 
and like the the quality and attention to detail of his earliest uh, records you know that was really when i saw rap break through to like you know i didn't witness that oh okay i didn't witness it i i when it i came so fire when, when i came home future was already popping so okay okay future was popping matter of fact i went to future concert his first concert at uh here and uh he released this uh, album at what is it metro what is it ray it's the Excelsior Mill, or what is it now? What is it called now? Oh, I'm not sure. What is it? On the West End? Masquerade. Oh, the Masquerade. Masquerade, right? Future was larger than life. I mean, at that time, so I didn't see the grind, but I can, I can, I can attest to the grind because that, those were the same type of grinds that Ghetto Records were doing. Right. We were shaking the city down. We were doing in stores. We were, you know, we were, we were just a rough brand, or, you know, my label. That's like, we established that like, in, I say 90, a lot of people say before 90. Mm -hmm. So Ghetto Records was like, we was shot, we, we, was, we was a lot of the label, independent labels then in 90, you feel me? So doing videos and places that uh, had never been broken to, like, uh, which everybody call it, uh, it was a body tap then. Okay. Which is a uh, gentleman, uh, T.I. owned it for a while, but Body Tap, 1996, we shot a full fledged cameras, DT, DPs, like 12 staff video. I, I've seen that video, by yeah. the way. So, for yeah. everybody who doesn't know, just everybody at home that, that has never met Mike before, Mike uh, and Ghetto Records, uh, you know, he, like he was saying, him and, uh, and, and Mook and Born, like yeah. they, they had the Ghetto. Shout out to Mook B. Shout out to Mook B and Corey. Uh, or Corey Way, Born, Bonnie Mac. Like these guys were, were it's, I was, I kind of caught, like I, I got some behind the scenes stories mm -hmm. of what it was like to put together uh, that music video. Uh, what, what uh, the Ghetto All-Stars put mm -hmm. together, the album and everything like that. I've, I've uh, you know, there's this website called Discogs.com mm -hmm. and it's like IMDB for albums. I think mm -hmm. anything with like a UPC on it gets scanned and put on there. And I mean, I was able to pull up uh um, yeah, <laughs> get uh, the Ghetto All Stars CD. So I've yeah. seen the back photograph mm -hmm. of you guys on the back and like mm -hmm. inside the book. I've I've mm -hmm. actually seen this CD. I've never held it in my hands. What was the name of the LP? Uh, Grassroot Ghetto All Stars Grassroot Volume One. And and like so the remind me of the single the the one that you shot uh, the music protect video for. Protect the border. Protect the border was a compilation of uh, different artists that were actually recording at Ghetto Records, and everybody took that body of work as a what you say uh as an album but it was actually uh four or five artists that were just recording at one situation that like a lot of guys are doing now and put it together as an album so you know ghetto records consisted of trife which is end up being uh dj for uh, nelly mm -hmm. he's, he's from st louis trife bonnie macklett uh, Terry Miller, which was divine, divine then at the time. We had Mook B. We had uh, uh, my man from St. Louis, who he was with, born them. Uh, he was on the Protect the Border song. He the one probably did the verse on. But it was just a lot of different music, a lot of different producers. We just put together and try to give everybody some exposure at one time. You feel me? So. We was our own street team. We was our own security. Yeah. We were we were you know bombarded club. We 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 were we was pressing we were pressing them. We were pressing the line. Did did you get the feeling that you guys were maybe trailblazing 
for no doubt, no for doubt. the 404, no like the 30310 no and the 30318. No like you were really just kind of like maybe the no only doubt. group putting these. Anybody rocking during that time, tenure, they can, they witnessed it. Yeah. So, man, Atlanta witnessed it, man. A lot of this is another part why I wrote the book. A lot of people, man, you know, you did music for so long, you know, what are you going to do? So I just uh, really had to just sit down with God, man, to mm -hmm. say, look, if it's meant for me to have a part in this music, you know, just bring it, you know, to me as a form of a way to take care of my family. Okay. So, uh, so that's why I'm writing. That's why I'm writing this book. I'm not writing this book just to be, uh, I'm not clout chasing, whatever the kids say. I'm not uh, trying to step on nobody's toes, but I'm bringing awareness to some of the things that they should know. No way. This is a book that Mike Cofield wrote. Like, you guys got to yeah. read this shit. It's, yes, you know, so where, where can they get this book? Uh, it's available on Amazon, and we'll add a link to the, uh, to the video when we post it. Yeah, down know. in the video description. And yeah. Check it out. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, too, uh, Mike Cofield 66 that's at Mike Cofield 66 uh, You can follow me at Ghetto Records ATL. And I also have another site called uh, Billions with Billions, yeah, uh, uh, Blacks with Billion Club. So I also have that site that you can follow us on. Just, just stay in touch, man. Just, you know, we're going we're gonna to be feeding y'all. He's out here. Yes, sir. So tell us a little bit about the writing. Oh, the book and and the editing. Like how uh, how much fun, how long did you did it take? How, was it fun to put together? The book was compiled in probably six months, but the rest of the process, legalizing the book, all the uh, fun copywriting stuff, copywriting the book, uh, dealing with my artwork, okay, you know, dealing with the editor, you know, editing it, make sure the book, and really just staying out of my own way, you know. So that mm -hmm. was the process because a lot of y'all writers it out through. there. Yeah, a lot of y'all writers out there didn't help with the coronavirus too. Okay. Coronavirus, right, yeah. I didn't I ain't have much to do. So I had a lot of downtime. So what I did, I took that time and just used it to go forward and okay. try to emulate the same stuff that I'm that I have in this book to show artists like you gotta promote your product. You gotta invest into your artwork. You gotta pay the people that's involved with your project. You gotta make sure that you that, that you have a team that's going to, you know, tell you some yeses and some noes because the artwork, you know, was inspired from, and the term is inspired from basically starting from scratch. You know, like, starting my label in 1990, I had to find myself and ask myself a lot of different questions on what I wanted to do in the music industry. And doing what I do now just came natural. You know, trying to rap, it wasn't me. Making beats wasn't me. Oh, okay. You know, so I more or less would just I, I, I put people together. You know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't grow up with Born. Mm -hmm. You feel me? No, networking is super important. Yeah, I didn't grow up with Born. Somebody introduced me to Born. Man, Born found, you know, same ideas that, you know, that we had some same views. Okay. You know, on... Hip hop, our passion for hip hop. Right. You know, uh, because you guys love music. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. And most how could definitely. you not? I mean, I got the impression that music was so fucking fun to make with your yeah. friends, and still is, yes, arguably, sir. right? But I mean, isn't that the best part? Going to a studio and not knowing if what you're going to work on is going to be mm. a hit or not, right? Yes, when sir. You start seeing people react to your music. I feel the same way, honestly. Sometimes I get. 
a little uh, insecure about these larger YouTube videos that we put out that get a shit ton of comments. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, you got to like, how much do you close out of the outside world so you can focus on your creative process, right? Like, and not let, you know, the influence of the positivity and or negativity in affect what you make. I, I, I have a creative mindset, so I, I always kind of have to filter how much I let people's mm. opinions about what we're doing oh, yeah. matter, no doubt. you know? Hey man, if you if you let opinions matter, I mean, you're gonna quit. That's what it seems like. Yeah, you're gonna quit. I've quit, quit before. Yeah, you're gonna quit. I mean, but you got my number. So stay in touch with me. You yeah. got my number. Just no, stay in, in touch the biz. with me. We in the streets. It's Third Eye Collective, man. We in the secret room. We're yes, actually sir. in season two right now, man. We're yes, getting a new sir. table. I know you saw the new intro in this guy. Yes, sir. Damn video. So it's like, what's going on? Hey, man. Look, subscribe to my man channel. Like like the video down below. I mean, you, you know. should you should already be subscribed anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, definitely hit us up because yes, we put sir. out content all the time just like this yes, on the sir. show. And we'd actually love to have you back. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? And I actually met him working on my computer. Not knowing Isn't that funny? his mind, his, not knowing how much, how much, how much, how much quality he had in the, in what he know, what he doing. He's still at it, but you know, I'm glad to see you still doing it, man. You know, it's really so, funny. I got here in uh, November of 2010, mm -hmm. and it felt like when I got here, you know, I met Mook immediately, like the third day I moved okay. to Atlanta, and it seemed like as I was met people in the industry, I, I was forming these residual relationships with people that were like, yes, yeah, sir. people are either going to hit me up about computer <laughs> information or video production. Yes, sir. And you was always, you always were open. Like, I believe information like, is like, free. Like, 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 like <laughs> he'll be like, Mike, man, you can really do this yourself. I'll be like, nah, I ain't no computer guy. <laughs> Come on, man. I ain't got time. I need my computer working when I need it working. I, I, I've, uh, I've got some, I know some people who, uh, who would just rather, somebody else do it yeah you yeah. know when it comes to yeah. the computer shit yeah. right that's a common theme mm -hmm. who's gonna actually operate the computer yeah i i don't know i'm like autistically passionate about computers i don't yeah. it's unexplainable like i just yeah. know how they work for real <laughs> eat sleep and drink computers eat, for real i mean but, like but when video I, was really cool i, I just kind of want to say like i i've shot a, a few music videos for mook b actually like okay. in, in 2012 we put together a music video that was really fun okay which one wham wham uh no this was um Puzzle flow. Okay, you never did. Who did? Did he do a video on Wim Wham? I don't think Wim Wham materialized. Okay, but you I like still that do song. it, Mook. If yeah, you watch, I like that song. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna push it. You know, hey, got a lot of going. He got a lot going on. Shout out to new radio, new radio Mook station. B. Yes, sir. Give me your music .com. Yes, sir. It's good shit. Mook B and your local DJ pull up. He gonna. He got all the sound for you. DJ equipment. He coming. I like shooting music videos. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. I'm, I'm so fucking bored, like end of the world bored, right? I haven't shot a music video in so long. We were in the clubs doing club videography and photography. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, I want to shoot a music video. I want to edit a music video. There's a, there's a particular style like uh, on YouTube of these music videos. Lyrical Lemonade is this YouTube channel. And I mean, they, they, I think they post content from other directors, but they, and then there's like album or 88, 88 East is mm -hmm. another YouTube channel, but they, they just feature some of the top music video talent. You could just watch. That's like, and it's not even on TV. You have to go online to get okay. it. So, um, yeah, yeah. Let's you know shoot a music video. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Let's Hit me it. up. Let's do it. <laughs> I got my man C. Shout out to uh, Zone Six C, uh, Z Six C. Hell yeah. 
uh, he won a Swamp Izzo prodigy. So you know, shout out Swamp Izzo. East Side, East Side representative. She she got some dope music too. Oh, I'm he sure. Used to be one part of Proper Boys. You remember uh, Proper Boys? Shout out Zed. Yeah, Zed. Yeah, shout out <laughs> Zed. You know Zed. Proper Boy Zed. Shout out to Zed. Big homie. That's really cool. Yes, uh, man. So I mean, Atlanta's really really small, man. Smaller than yeah. a lot of people think it is. The real Atlanta. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of transplant. Yeah. Set down. Been been on the ground. I love it here. ATL, you I, know. I really love it here. I, I I was living in New York and I moved down here with the idea that I'd make a bunch of shit and take it with me back to the city. And I just I you got stuck. You got stuck. can't leave this place. You look, know. Look, nowhere nowhere like Atlanta. The strippers. The strippers, man. They strippers. fucking in VIP in this bitch. Not only that, they just that mean they they fully knew. I mean, New York, <laughs> New York. I love New York, but. I did not like New York script clubs. Not during the time when I was going to script clubs. You feel me? I ain't yeah. like it. Nowhere, nowhere else in Atlanta, nowhere else in America I've been to got the Atlanta Magic City, man. Agreed. Magic City. Agreed. There's nothing like Legendary Magic City. Shout out Shout to out Magic, Magic, too. That's my guy. Shout out Lil Magic. Yes, sir. Wolf. Wolf. God damn, man. I love yes, Atlanta, man. Uncle Wolf. <laughs> that boy, Uncle Wolf. That's Mook B, Uncle. Yeah, Uncle yes, Tap sir. Out. Yes, sir. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, Tap Out. <laughs> I don't know about that. I know we. Hey, we I know would I would smoke ride so with so much weed. Man, say it again. Like man. so hey, much weed. Yo, man, listen. <laughs> Mook son playing for college basketball, and I'm 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 a smoker, but I kind of smoke to myself. I kind of just. Okay. I be mean, cut dry. <laughs> I don't smoke in my car. There's certain ways I I, I move right. Uh huh. I get an invitation to go see Vok play. I jump in the car with Unk. Man, they file up. Man, soon we hit 285, man. And then Unk driving like, man, Uncle Wood driving like <laughs> 90 the whole way. Yes, sir. He's in the guy. Three, four truck. people. Listen, he like, man, you get in my car and you don't file up. You got to get out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, the blunt done went around so many times. I'm like, I'm like, I'm in the middle. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no. I'm already high. <laughs> Get to the game. Guess where I sit at? Where? Away from them, up there on the top. They, cause I'm still like trying to just settle in, man. I'm like these mm -hmm. dudes. These dudes don't fire me up, like, man. I'm like, I ain't been this high in whoa. This set imported. But he was like, yeah, I'm like gasoline. Oh. Yeah, man. Like, and then it's like we we might have been like five deep in the car. Mm -hmm. Five deep. So it's like. I think we, when he had that Jeep, it, yeah, we were fight, man. Just put it like this: no room yeah. for nobody else in there. So, and then everybody except me got a bomb. Okay, I'm talking about like everybody except me got some to smoke on. So I'm like, they keep rolling, keep rolling. I'm just like, they like, oh, uh, he already high. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, boy, I'm be, and I'm paranoid. Oh I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Are we gonna get pulled over? Like. <laughs> Geeked. I'm geek, man. But yeah, shout out to Unk, man. So yeah, that's what's going on. You know, we're we're basically making do with what we can. Uh, I think today's date. Okay, so it's the ninth. So now you know, when the current events, the city is mandate mask. You know, mm -hmm. requirement. The mayor has contacted the coronavirus. Uh, I think everything's in high alert. You know, we are continuing to produce the show. Mm -hmm. We're being extremely safe. Safe over yeah. here. 
Yeah. Got to be safe out there. Yeah, we would like to extend that to all everybody who's made it this far into the episode. But, yes, you know, sir. We would, you know, wear your mask. Be safe out there, friends. You know, wear your mask. Be safe. You know, and just, you know, you can't, you can't. But but one thing I don't want y'all to do is not to move around. Y'all got to move around. Y'all got to figure out how to move around. You know, you got your mask. Yeah, Mike brought with him some merchandise. This yeah, is the this getting is it out ben. the mud. This is all Ben, man. I hope he be repping me because I'm going to rep him. Yeah, you know? I will be wearing that tonight. Most definitely. Somewhere. You know, I like to see these out here. You can give this to somebody. One of, one of, one of them you're going to be able to wear. Yes, sir. Um, I got you. I got him some merchandise cups. Mike is really out here. Yeah, and then the stuff, the stuff, the things that I have with me, right? Most of this stuff that I'm showing you, you artists, this this is just me investing into me. Yeah, exactly. Me? That's what this is. This, this is, is me investing into me. So, covered in the book. Yeah, you know, just me investing into me. I'm gonna give you a rundown of the uh, table of contents. Yeah, go ahead. My book, though. Leading by example. Yeah, man. So the table of content go as read, as read, as read. Okay. Table of content number one would be, is this what you want? Basically, that can, you know, just contain like, is this what you want? You gotta look in the mirror, you gotta have your circle around you, you know, to let you know whether or not this is what you want by before you waste your money, because this this is not a cheap, as you can see, with the merchandise stuff I have, this is not cheap. Okay, next step, getting it legal. You know, I have some information about contracts worded, you know, manage, man, managerial contracts. I have some uh, information on publishing your music. I have some more information on marketing, promoting your music. So, you know, it's very in-depth. Uh, the recording process, I explain the whole recording process all the way down to the mixing and mastering, which is the fin final results for mm -hmm. you to actually launch your music, the visuals like Ben was speaking on early, like get with your videographers or uh, video, video guys, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, sh you know, reach out to Ben, man, shoot a video with him. He's dope. Star Flicks, you know where I'm at. Yes, sir. So video, visuals, I'm going to just give you a rundown. I dedicate, actually dedicate this book to my mom and the visual, you got to create your buzz. That, that's just getting out, you know, rubbing elbows with the right people, being in the right places, marketing and promoting is uh, strategizing your way of, you know, making your project successful. And, and you might not might not get it the first time, but you got to continue on and keep on going and keep, uh, you know, dealing with your uh, marketing and promoting uh, your projects, your release date. That's going to be the date that you decide to actually release single, actually release an album or mixtape, okay? And you know, merchandise and shows. Merchandise and shows, you know, this is a part of merchandise, you know. All these things that you see right here, once you become to be, you know, uh, a marketable item, these are gonna be items that people are gonna be willing to buy from you. So this is just, you know, some more products that you can put out. This, you know, I'm just trying to walk it like I talk it, okay? so. This is stuff that I have bought, you know, like T-shirt and wearing my own brand. I'm wearing, you know, so you got to be, you got to spend your money on, you know, marketing your projects. So you can really get your products to the masses. Link is in the goddamn video description. You already see what the fuck is going on. Yes, sir. Mike Colfield is here and he has a book and it's time for you to open it up. Yes, sir. If you're an artist, I guarantee you there's some good game 
Yes, sir. A lot of game. A lot of game. And, uh, you know, I, and that's, that's, that's wonderful, man. Um, yes, sir. We, uh, what do you say uh, we get out of here and go smoke a blunt? Let's do that. Cool. Um, so yeah, like I said, links are in the video description. Um, follow Mike on Instagram at CofieldMike66. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely catch you guys on the next one.